Hey everybody, today is Tuesday, August 1st. I'm Josh Boykin, founder of Intelligame.us, and welcome to another edition of Intelligame Radio. It's Tuesday, which means it's video game release day. Usually on Tuesdays, I get a flood of emails from different PR companies and publishers announcing the games that they've released. It starts really early in the morning, and I just get ping after ping after ping in my email. And I keep feeling this sense of almost being overwhelmed. Like, how am I supposed to keep up with this many games coming out? Lately, I've been thinking about Powell's, a local bookstore. It's a gigantic store with multiple floors, and sometimes it seems like almost an entire floor is dedicated to just a particular genre. It's the kind of store that you can just lose yourself in for days or weeks, and it honestly, it feels so good to be around that many books, even though I know 99% of the books and experiences in there, I'll never know anything about. I'm trying to apply that same sense to video games. And I think that it's harder for me to accept that idea of all of these games out exist out here, many of which are great that I'll never know about, because I didn't always have that feeling. When I was growing up and games were releasing on the Super Nintendo or the Nintendo 64, there really wasn't an independent development scene. Or if there was, it was much or it was much smaller. And the titles that people were paying attention to or were really excited by were generally concentrated in a few small places. Picking up the month's Game Informer or Nintendo Power or PC Magazine or uh, PC Gamer would give you most of the information you felt like you needed to know. And in just a few short years, that is no longer the case. And there are tons of different platforms at which you can get games. There are tons of different media outlets from which to learn about games. And a space that I used to feel this sort of definitive mastery over, I sometimes feel like I'm now just keeping my head above water. But I do think that this is a positive, and again, if we look at other forms of media, if we look at books, or movies, or TV shows, having tons of shows out there doesn't mean that things are worse, or that there's some sort of terrible media apocalypse coming. It just means that there are better odds that we'll find shows that actually satisfy us. And in the rare cases, where there's a transcendent piece of media that everybody seems to know about, well, those are the places that I guess we're supposed to pay attention to. And I was reminded last night that when it comes to games, there's a pretty big space I haven't been paying attention to, and that is Minecraft. Yesterday, I had a discussion with my friend Andy Bayo and his son Elliot. And we talked a little bit about Minecraft. Having that discussion reminded me just how ridiculously unplugged I am to a really large portion of the gaming community and discussion about games. 
For folks who aren't familiar, Minecraft is an open-world, voxel-based exploration game. That means that it looks kind of retro. It's revol it revolves around cubes, digital cubes that end up holding different properties. Some of these cubes function like they're, they look like grass or water or sand or any number of things. But using these different cubes that can be harvested throughout the generated landscape, people can create practically anything they want to. Airships, boats, houses, castles. And there have been tons of amazing pieces of art alone that have been generated from people playing and exploring and building in Minecraft. But beyond this, Minecraft has represented uh, an opportunity for shift and understanding of what games can do. Minecraft is present in, in classrooms around the world, giving people an opportunity to teach concepts of game design, and art. It also has grown over time with multiple patches since its original release. The introduction of concepts like, or technologies like redstone, which essentially allows electronic circuits to be created. This all adds up to the ability to now, people have created computers inside Minecraft, a computer you have to use a computer to access. Some of these computers can emulate old video games. Other computers allow you to log into Twitter and block Notch, the creator of Minecraft. Uh, he's a fairly controversial figure, and yeah. But the point of all this is that, to me, understanding Minecraft is a critical part of understanding at least a part of the capability of games. Like we were just talking about, there are... Like, a, like going into a library or a giant bookstore, there are tons of games out there and tons of experiences that I'll never be able to connect to, and I have to be able to deal with that. But there are some experiences that I do think are central to understanding sort of the development of where games are moving. And there's no doubt that Minecraft and its open world exploration systems and focuses on crafting has shaped a ton of where games are. So. Expect that at some point, I will be spending some time with Minecraft, and when I do, you'll definitely hear about it here at Intelligame. If you have spent any time playing Minecraft, or have any recommendations for folks, I'd love to hear about them. If you hit that call-in button right here on Anchor FM, we can go ahead and have a discussion. Maybe you'll hear your call-in on the air at Intelligame Radio. In the meantime, I hope folks keep exploring the constantly growing world of gaming.